0: You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has given us the authority to break Amen. the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls yes, yep. and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus Amen. Yeah. Blessings, we want to thank all of our viewers out there, at the Voice of Healing. You know, uh, a lot of good things are happening right now. We're here in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, at the, at the Reawakening Conference, and a lot of speakers here, a lot of people saying things that are, you know, just waking up our country, a lot of things that we're going through. I know many of you have uh, contacted us about the whole venom, uh, uh, cobra venom within the the vaccinations and, and being pushed out. And I'm here with the guy that got it all started. Dr. Brian Artis. Brian, it's good to have you again, brother. I mean, we've heard so many things about this, especially relating to the Bible. Cause I did a whole teaching. You know, it was in scripture literally it was over a hundred and some slides. Um, biblically, it really points to a time in the book of revelation where things are at, but that's a whole nother topic.
1: Uh, <laughs> I think it all fits in. It, it, but it, did, it does. Topic.
0: It really ties everything in. Uh-huh. And, and for you to receive that information or, or uh, can you talk a little bit how, you know, you came to understand how other doctors approach
1: you about it? Yeah. So like out of the gate, how I was introduced to this. Sure. Uh, yeah. So December 1st, 2021. Uh, remember at this point, which is only like eight months ago, I was actually called the remdesivir guy around the world. Yeah. I was... Very bold, outspoken, and testifying and signing on as expert witnesses in lots of lawsuits around the world Mm. uh, against the use of remdesivir as the only antiviral drug considered to be used against COVID-19. Now, now you and I talked about this. You have
0: been subpoenaed to bring information as a witness and a doctor... Against the rendisomer and the things that were going on
1: with that. Can you explain that just a little bit? Yes. So uh, in uh, May of 2020, I actually read Anthony Fauci's NIH protocol that he was mandating for all COVID 19 hospitalized Americans. Mm. At this time in May of 2020, what made me go look at the protocol was the New York doctors treating everybody who was dying in the hospital from COVID-19, supposedly in New York, the Mm -hmm. epicenter of COVID at the time in March and April of 2020. Every doctor was saying the same thing in their interviews on TV when they were asked What's it like treating COVID-19 patients? Why are they dying? What's happening? Mm -hmm. Every doctor said the same thing. We've never seen a respiratory virus ever do this before. But when we start treating it, the virus stops attacking the lungs and then goes and attacks the kidneys. And within 24 Mm -hmm. to 48 hours, we're seeing most of them are developing acute kidney failure from the virus is what they were saying. And I was like, that's not what respiratory viruses do. I'm just going to go look and see what's the protocol of treatment for these people. Mm -hmm. That's when I went to the CDC's website. The CDC, I actually thought the CDC would have on their website the protocol for treating COVID-19 hospitalized Americans. It didn't. It said at that time, they didn't have a page on COVID. It actually said we adopted the NIH's uh, protocol for COVID-19. So here, click here and go to the NIH's website. And there was just a one paragraph memo from Anthony Fauci declaring that there's one drug and one drug only that all hospitalized Americans can use for covid and then he said, "There's two studies that support its use." It, he said it was shown safe and effective against the Ebola virus in Africa, and then he and quoted the study. And then he said it was also found to be beneficial, safe, and effective to COVID nineteen patients in a three month study from January to March of 2020. Well, he had hyperlinks to both of them, so I was a retired chiropractor. I actually clicked them both. I had time at home to read these, so I clicked them and opened them. I had never heard of this drug before in my life, and I've seen thousands of drugs over my career, helping people get off drugs and having to study how they work in the body. I would never heard of this one, only to find out within five minutes that the first study done in Africa a year earlier with remdesivir against Ebola, Anthony Fauci in the memo said it was proven safe and effective against that virus. Well, when I opened the study, halfway through that one-year study, it was pulled from the study. It was one of four drugs in the study, experimental drugs. Mm-hmm. Remdesivir was pulled because the safety board said it was the most deadly and the least effective and that it wow. killed over 50% of the people he gave it to. And wow. it was the only drug that had an over 50% fatality rate. So then I realized Anthony Fauci was lying just on the basis that he said it was safe and effective against Ebola. Because the safety board said it was not effective and it was the most deadly. So then I wanted to know what was the second study. So I opened up the second study. That study was actually conducted by the maker of remdesivir called Gilead. Mm. They were allowed to give this drug for three months to 53 COVID-19 patients around the world. And what they published was... 31% of everyone they gave that drug to who had COVID and they gave them remdesivir developed acute kidney failure in less than 10 days. Wow. Which is exactly what the doctors in New York were saying. So then I realized they're all being set up to be mandating one drug and one drug only, and they're going to punish the doctors if they don't use it. And so when they started pumping it into these people that they have this new novel coronavirus, The doctors were seeing massive amounts of kidney failure, liver failure, and heart failure. Wow. Which they thought was the virus. It was actually the the drug poisoning them. Wow. So that's what I've been outspoken about nonstop and just uncovering data, research studies nonstop. Uh, And then I've actually been, I'm only one of four doctors in America including Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Richard Urso, and a Dr. Pierre Corey, and then Dr. Artis, who yeah. sued Boris Johnson for the use of these drugs in hospital settings and nursing home settings that killed a whole bunch of people. Wow. When we sued him, Uh, It was two days later when he dropped the mandates for all of England related to COVID. Now he's resigning. Did you hear just yesterday? He's announced he's resigning his position as the prime minister. We have been putting a ton of pressure on a lot of people around the world over these corrupt mandated drugs. So I've been very busy in regards to remdesivir, but Mm -hmm. my whole world world changed December 1st, 2021, uh, when Richard Bartlett, a medical doctor, ER doc, who I'm sure you've met and interviewed probably, but he's out of Odessa, Texas he sent me a text December 1st of last year that said uh, Dr. Artis if you got bit by a rattlesnake would you go to a hospital and get antivenom mm. and I remember thinking of course I would why are you sending me this <laughs> yeah. I've never been bit by a rattlesnake this has nothing to do with COVID and him and I are very outspoken about COVID I'm the remdesivir guy they call him the budesonide guy because yeah. he exposed that budesonide can cure 100% of all people if you just inhale nebulized budesonide which wow. is just corticosteroids yeah And then Oxford backed it up with two studies. That's this Mm. guy. So when he sent me this text, you just have to understand, he knew to send me the text because it would make me go research Mm. why he was asking me the question. So the question was, Dr. Artis, if you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get antivenom? My immediate thought was, of course I would, Dr. Bartlett. Why are you asking me this? Yeah. Then I realized him as an ER doc, he has treated rattlesnake victims even though him and I and no one else in the world was talking about rattlesnakes. Mm -hmm. All I realized was is he's treated rattlesnake bites. I haven't. What does he know about antivenom that I don't? Because he must know something. I'm a retired chiropractor. I've never treated a snake bite. So I actually went online and I was like, what is antivenom? Only to discover that most of the antivenom around the world used to treat snake bites Mm. is monoclonal antibodies. Wow. And I wasn't talking very highly about monoclonal antibodies. I had concerns about them. Mm -hmm. I preferred using corticosteroids, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, zinc, vitamin C, D to beat COVID, not monoclonal antibodies. However, in that moment when I realized, what he wanted me to realize was if I was in a life threatening situation, like people with COVID feel, they're trusting monoclonal antibodies. Would you in Mm. a life threatening situation, like a rattlesnake bite? That's all it did. All I knew was Yes, I would trust monoclonal antibodies. Okay, Dr. Bartlett, you're right. I'll stop talking negatively about them. I would trust them in a life-saving situation. Mm. What happened next, though, the very next thought was this. If monoclonal antibodies are antivenom, why are they so effective against the coronavirus? I thought that was a bat virus, not venom from a snake. Yeah. If this is the therapeutic used around the world to treat snake bites, which is venom, why is it so effective like 100% of the time for COVID-19 patients? Mm. And that's what started it all. Immediately, I wanted to know, is there some possibility that snakes or snake venom could be the source of SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19? Yeah. So I immediately went online and I looked up original source of SARS-CoV-2. Mm -mm. That's what I want to know, which is what they were calling the virus. Yeah. And immediately, January of 2020 through April of 2020, you can find headlines around the world that researchers out of China and France had already isolated the spike protein called SARS-CoV-2. And there's two of them, S1 and S2 spike proteins. They already said they ran the gene sequences on those and said they're most identical to the gene sequences of two components called peptides from snake venom, from king cobra venom, yep. and from Chinese crate snake venom. And right away I realized that's why monoclonal antibodies work, and that's why the FDA in January of this year started reducing the mm-hmm. availability to use monoclonal antibodies and then restricted its use for the whole country now. Amazing. Nobody Amazing. can use them. Yeah. So there's been a setup from the beginning that they're trying to restrict things that work against the weapon, but they yep. don't even want you to know what the weapon is. Sure. So they wanted you to think it was solely from a bat cave and had nothing to do with venoms. Even the doctors that uh, uh,
0: journaled this information from China—all of a sudden are missing. They're gone. All of them are gone. So you can't. Uh, yeah. The, this is not a. This is not a. Uh, um, a mistake. This is a This is a setup. These are geneticists that,
1: is, that ran these tests. Who's exactly. going test to just
0: run a gene sequence? Yeah. Geneticists. Yeah. Th- no. This is this is a setup for something that's being done that people want to feel like they're safe with their government and doctors are they're not really looking even into this because of you know they're just going with the same old same old because they're afraid of having their license pulled or whatever but anyway now you find this out you see this and you begin to realize oh my goodness
1: where did that where did that enlightenment take you to after that yeah, great question. So as soon as I could put together the pieces that there were scientists in multiple countries around the world in the first four months of the pandemic from China to France who already determined
0: mm. the
1: most likely origin genetic source for the si- the spike protein yeah. called SARS-CoV-2 was two venoms of snakes. And they confirmed them both on two different continents. They both figured it out. Yeah. The very next thing I wanted to know was... Did anyone in America know this? I mean, I just did. I was like, is there any scientists here in America that figured this out? Mm. And this is what led me to the University of Pittsburgh. And the, the un, University yep. of Pittsburgh, there's a lead researcher named Bing Lu. And over a three-month period from March through May of 2020, they are looking at people who were dying in New York during the epicenter. Yeah. They were looking to see what was the cause of death and what was making some people hospitalized and not getting very sick to those who were getting really sick and dying. Yeah. What Bing Lu and his group discovered and did a preprint, pre-print paper on before getting peer review yep. was that they found that those who were seriously hospitalized and dying from COVID 19, they all had something in common venom yep. from two snakes. Wow. He announces without telling the world, he did the preprint and they had it ready to go, and he says, We're going to do a press release for the entire world this Friday. Yeah. His department was at the University of Pittsburgh, yep. and he ends up dead. That night before the press release, yeah, he gets, he gets found murdered in his home, seven bullet wounds to the chest, three to his face, wow. uh, and they took him out. This is when, I will tell you, this was the moment when I realized just how evil COVID-19, the pandemic, was. Sure. And I started to feel this huge weight of doom and threat yeah. on my own life. Sure. Which later, after I actually recorded my interview with Stu Peters that became Watch the Water documentary, the very next morning is when Zev Zelenko called me to say that there's a his security detail got information that I was number one on a Pfizer assassination list. Wow! And he was number two, so wow. he went on Stu Peters. He went on my show. He wanted to do an interview and let the world know the that heck? he's aware that we're both targets. And in a, my uh, in my presentation today, I'm actually going to play the first one and a half minutes of that interview where yep. he tells the world he's not afraid yeah, and he wants the world to know that he knows he's a target, mm-hmm. I'm a target. The actual uh, information was that him and I, I was number one on the hit list, he was number two, mm-hmm. and that we had to be silenced in the next two months. And Zev Zelinka wanted to know, what is it I know that's making me a target? Because he mm-hmm. didn't know what it was. And I said, I'm about to release on the world what COVID really is. And what's in the shots. Tell everybody who uh, Zev Zelenko is. Yeah, so Dr. Zev Zelenko is a New York medical doctor who actually, and he's Jewish, and he had this whole community of like 10,000 people who got sick all at once with COVID. And he found that hydroxychloroquine and zinc and azithromycin, an antibiotic, cured all of them. Yep. He eventually was introduced to the Trump administration and got, he's friends with Mayor Giuliani. He was able to get this information to Trump. Trump comes out and says hydroxychloroquine, there's proof that it's working, no one needs to be afraid of COVID. He got that intel from Zev Zelenko and his team. So this guy's very well connected uh, to Washington, D.C. and in politics, obviously. Zev Zelenko, uh, with threats on his life in New York, moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Zev Zelenko just passed away this last week uh, from a cardiac arrest. He has been battling for several years now, using natural treatments and alternative therapies for a lung cancer, a rare lung cancer. But he actually suffered a massive heart attack uh, last week and passed away. You know, a, a lot of people don't realize
0: the battle that's been going on, especially people from other countries. I mean, it's almost a news blackout other than programs like this that are being you know, put out all over the, all over the world. People sure. are waking up to what's happening. So now you have this information. Now you, you're starting to really see what's going on. Like all of a sudden the wheels start turning and you're thinking, this is bad. This is bad and, and, and you're talking about was big the feeling. You're talking about big pharma and a link to the government. you you're, you know I've seen so much paperwork come out of hospitals that the payoffs for this stuff, to put people on ventilators, to put them on these drugs, right?
2: So much is lost in translation within God's word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through His people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the Scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro. Available now on our website, voh.church.
0: What was your next... I mean, you could, have, you could have been quiet. You could have just said, you know what? This is too big to, to deal with.
1: This what? is way beyond me right now. When I discovered Bing Lu was murdered, yeah. I actually got very scared. Yeah. Like, I actually felt in pending doom, my life was going to be threatened. Because he about told the world, but he ended up murdered before he did. And he just knew the truth. Now, his paperwork was supposed to come out. Has that paperwork ever been released? What's interesting is they buried it and never let it come out after they killed him. His wow. boss... His last name is Bahar, B-A-H-A-R. He actually said to the press, we will release all of Bing Lu's team's findings. Never have seen it. You know what's amazing about this? Karen Kingston, Mm -hmm. after the Watch the Water documentary dropped, I didn't tell her what I was working on. When it dropped and I came out with this venom aspect of COVID, Mm -hmm. in May of 2020, as she's doing research all the time into COVID, if you know who Karen Kingston is, she said she came across this preprint. Article, then it was talking about snake venom being tied to hospitalizations and death from COVID out of the University of Pittsburgh. But because it was a preprint and not published and peer reviewed, she yeah. took it and made a folder on her computer, wow. put it in there, and titled it Snake Venom. That's all it was yeah. titled. When she watched the Watch the Water documentary two years later, she was like, What? Wow. Uh, I have a snake venom folder on my computer. So she goes in there, pulls it. That's when she realizes. It was Bing Lu's name on it from yeah. the University of Pittsburgh, so she's the one that had it tucked away. I believe God was, you know, making sure this didn't die off somewhere and disappear. Yeah. But uh, absolutely, we have it. And then she started, and she's gone on shows galore to talk about it. So
0: your studies, where where have they gone from then till now? Yeah. What, what are you What are you seeing now? What What is? I love it. it what is What should people? I mean, there's so many people. We get calls all the time, like, okay. Um, how, how do we get help how do we get this stuff out ourselves? uh this stuff these vaccines out of our body uh i had a real encouraging talk with uh, uh dr butar saying he's him with, with another team of doctors have come up with what they believe is about a 99 percent uh and i would trust him and dr group yeah
1: no no he's he's true blue he, he's you know, he's for the people. So. Yeah. So Dr. Group and I did presentations at the last advanced medical conference of Dr. Butars in Houston. As All soon right. as he saw Watch the Water, within five minutes, someone had to cancel and dropped out of the conference. Yeah. And he was like, thank God, now I can get Dr. Artis. So he called me. He's like, you got to get down here because it fit perfectly in line with what him and Dr. Group were coming up with as a therapy for yeah. those who've been vaccinated. And I love that about Dr. Butar that he, he actually still believes and can see hope for those. Mm. Whereas a lot of doctors think once you're vaccinated, you can't be unvaccinated. Uh, I actually side on the side with Judy Mikovits. She's like, they can't destroy our DNA. (laughs) That's how she talks. They can't do that. And she's really smart. And I say, that's great. I actually believe they're trying to tell you that they can actually get your own body to generate spike proteins, right? Instead of a virus, the whole virus. But remember, this is what's disgusting. I just said what makes it even more evil to me. They say that they created mRNA vaccines to insert a genetic code into your DNA so your own cells generate spike protein. Yeah. The researchers in France of April 2020 said the spike proteins were two venoms from King Cobra and Chinese crate snake venom. That means if it's true that the mRNA shots are working, they're making your body make venom inside your own cells. No, uh, we Uh Is venom in the human body or any mammal tissue healthy? Mm-mm. Does it provide health benefits? No, it's only destructive. So yeah. why would you want your body creating spike proteins?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm actually under the impression that the term spike protein mm. is a cover for the actual term, snake yeah. proteins. Wow. I think they just took N-A out of snake and put P-I into it and called it spike protein. So I actually think... Like the French researcher said, it's actually two peptides from snake venom, Yeah, the spike proteins. And if they're making your body make spike proteins, you're making snake venom, that, which that is was, what snake proteins are. That was are. Dr. Mont-
0: Montanay, right? Luc Montanay. Luc Montanay, yeah. That yes. He said everybody that's been vaccinated will be dead in that's two years. Said. And this man won uh, the Nobel Prize for medicine. I mean, this guy's a he genius. He discovered genius HIV. Yeah, he discovered HIV. Mm-hmm. And now that guy is dead too. After he started coming out with his findings. When he testified to Parliament he, he, in yeah, the UK. Yeah. It, it just it. tells you how evil this whole thing is. That this is, this is government and big pharma working together for just, for whatever reason, and, and I don't believe it's just money. I I believe there's a a greater agenda for those that are awake to what that agenda is, which is an in-time agenda. It's
1: it's more biblical than we ever would have imagined. All right. So if I told or asked you a question for your audiences Mm -hmm. and what you represent here on the Voice of Healing Radio, do you believe that Christ's message is one of hope or of fear and doom and gloom? Oh, there's no doubt it's... Hope, yeah. All right, so let's give him some hope. Ready? So as man tries to destroy man, Christ is always going to stand there going, well, I'm the ultimate healer. I created this thing. This is one of my greatest creations ever. It knows how to self-govern, how to self-heal all on its own. So let me tell you, inside of the research, I'm going to tell you what it is Mm -hmm. I would do that God even put on this earth to help this body heal and recover and be saved, I believe, from these shots. Ready? Mm -hmm. The weapon is weaponized venom called COVID-19. They're using isolated snake venom peptides and shellfish venom peptides that specifically target people with specific health conditions. Yeah. Diabetes, heart failure, uh, brain dysfunction or disease, and kidney issues. Mm -hmm. That's what they're targeting. So if they get those venom peptides inside of them, their outcomes are way worse, which is why the average COVID-19 person who died, the CDC says they also had four on average other diseases already who yeah. died. So they, they know who they're targeting. Yeah. So I just want to explain. I went into the... Which they've created most of these problems oh, with they what they're putting in the foods and everything they did. else. They did. So. Number one is they're targeting diabetics. Yeah. And I've had to educate medical doctors around the world that this is who they're targeting because they didn't even get it. Some of them are seeing it in research, but they didn't know that they could target them like this. Yeah. So they actually have venom peptides. There's exactly 19... Venom specific toxins In snake venom Mm. Including in king cobra venom 19 Those 19 venom specific toxins Target and destroy and kill A specific organ's cells Sure And they know how to isolate Any of the 19 And then Mm. put it in your body and then it will kill you if you're a diabetic. It will yeah. kill you if you're a heart it, disease it will, patient.
0: It, it's targeted. It's, it's a weapon. It's a eugenics program. Yep. They're that targeting. goes right after what it was designed to attack.
1: Exactly right. And people are not catching this. Yeah. It was designed to come after them. It was designed. Yeah. It was orchestrated, targeted. It's an agenda. They're singling out targeting people. Yeah. I actually think they targeted Zeb Zelenko's whole Jewish community. Wow. The whole fact that they got it. I think when I suggested I believe they're doing this through the water, it's the only place all governments around the world are looking for it yeah. is in your water as a predictor of an outbreak of a respiratory virus in your town. Well, looking love, in water. I love what you put out about it. Why is the all the, all the water treatment in, in the
0: same, on the same page with the COVID-19? Why? On the government sites. What what, what what does one have to do with
1: the other? Yeah, they call it CDC.gov's wastewater surveillance
0: tab. Yeah for it's, covid it, it's crazy yep. you know so, i've heard a lot of doctors talk about that they said that you know it's crazy but they they were finding the COVID and the waste right but they're saying well how could that happen if it went through a a, a process of you know uh, uh sanitation or, or going through the secretary. you know uh, cleaning process you mean the same, pro, The you know, that water is now being used in our drinking water and everything else. If, if that gets through, what else is getting through, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, so let's use this analogy for the audiences so they kind of get this. Because what the CDC has been doing since January of 2020 mm-hmm. and every government of the industrialized world. This is not a joke. Wales, Scotland, England, France, all of them are doing this the whole time. And no one knew it until I broke out this documentary that don't trust the government's, they're testing for COVID in your water. Yeah. Remember, they're not looking in air filters for a respiratory virus. Yeah. Okay, listen, let's just take this. They're saying that they're looking in the water, you're flushing down the toilet, that's leaving the city and supposedly doesn't return to the city to become tap water. Yeah. That as the people get the venom or COVID in their body and they're pooping and peeing it out and flushing it away from the city, They're using that wastewater as a predictor a week later for a respiratory outbreak in your same city. Yeah. That's what they're saying.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Now, listen.
1: Now, let me just break this down for you because for any of you trying to figure out how to make this make sense, like they try to get you to believe, Mm. let's take an airplane, for example. Remember, they're trying to track where the future outbreaks are going to be. Let's say you have a plane packed full of people, Mm. 300 people, flying to a city. That people represents a city. Okay. And you're the CDC and you're gonna find out how much COVID nineteen's in the city. Yeah. As that city is traveling to the next city. Okay. So these people come and the plane lands and they've been in this airplane for six hours. Okay? There's six hours on the plane. They land. And you're the CDC and you wanna know are these people do they have high levels of COVID nineteen and are they gonna transmit it to the people they're going to visit in the next town? If you're the C D C and you're looking for a respiratory virus and you had to get on the plane to find out. Mm. Is there any COVID-19 on this plane from these people? Would you, looking for a respiratory virus, would you go into the bathroom and test the poop water? Yeah. No. Would you for a respiratory virus? <laughs> or would you go grab the air filters of a respiratory virus yeah. and go, is there any Is there any SARS-CoV-2 in here and COVID-19 in here? Yeah. And if there's a whole bunch of the air filters, you know people on the plane were sharing it, and now they're taking it to the next town. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. You wouldn't go look in the toilet. Sure. But every government around the world is saying we're only at the water treatment facilities looking at the wastewater. Uh, I'm not buying that for a second. Our CDC, who's doing this testing, is saying they're only looking at poop water. They're saying they're the only group that's been putting fluoride and chlorine in Mm -hmm. our drinking water for years, which is also a neurotoxin like these venoms they call COVID 19. And just like chlorine is a known carcinogen and a cancer causing thing. So, what's come to light here? A whole bunch of stuff. I want you to know. Let's give some hope to your audience. Mm -hmm. Because I could go for days here. Mm -hmm. Charles Hoff was a medical doctor and is a medical doctor in British Columbia, Canada. Mm -hmm. Last summer, 2021, he comes out and he says, I've done a test on all of my vaccinated patients with the Pfizer mRNA, or sorry, with the Moderna mRNA shots. Mm -hmm. 60% of all of them have this marker in their blood called elevated D-dimers, which means they're having blood clotting going on everywhere in their body. Yeah. So I looking at venom stuff was like what in the world do elevated d-dimers mean on a blood test so i looked it up medscape.com go there right now it's a medical online journal they Mm -hmm. they published an article 2019 how to interpret elevated d-dimers on a test Mm. there's only one cause for blood clots listed on there that you're looking for snake snake venom poisoning so i went like this well if that's true that snake venom could possibly be in the shots causing these elevated D-dimers medical doctors are finding in their patients. Mm -hmm. This is what I did. I typed, who created the mRNA vaccines? It's two scientists at the University of Pennsylvania named Catalin Currico and Drew Weissman. Mm -hmm. This was my very next search online. Drew Weissman and Catalin Currico and snake venom research. These are Mm -hmm. the two people that created these shots. Oh my God, 2009 is the first study I find from from Cataline Carrico, and Drew Weisman, They're doing mRNA gene editing therapy, and in the research study, they said we're using a substance to cleave RNA and DNA, and it's called snake venom phosphodiesterase. It's the component in snake venom that digests your cells, pre-digests you as a creature, so when it eats you, it's easier on their digestive tract. That's what they're using. Yeah, wow. So I want you to know, I looked up, and I wanted to know, if, where are they getting this snake venom phosphodiesterase from? Mm. Online, there's a company called Innovative Research that sells it mm-hmm. for $133. On the summary to the buyer, the manufacturer discloses, if you buy snake venom phosphodiesterase to do your own gene editing therapy at home, <laughs> wow. you cannot mix it with glutathione, vitamin C, You can't mix it with N-acetylcysteine or EDTA. All four of these supplements completely denature that venom protein. Wow. So all of you that have gotten these shots, let's give you some hope. The manufacturers of the stuff, the people that made these shots have been using to do mRNA gene editing therapy. They didn't change what they're using in their formula for the last 13 years, paid for by Anthony Fauci. Everyone should be dumping as much as possible vitamin C, NAC, which is N-acetylcysteine, and glutathione. I also recommend selenium. So Uh, Let's give them some real numbers. Ready? I would ever, if you've gotten the mRNA shots or you're around somebody who does, these are designed to shed on you. I would Mm -hmm. take N-acetylcysteine, 500 milligrams a day minimum orally Mm -hmm. with 200 micrograms MCG of selenium. Mm -hmm. I would also get apple pectin powder. The three of those together make glutathione in your liver, which Mm -hmm. all on its own denatures venom. So I would use NAC, selenium, and apple pectin powder. And then I would get on vitamin C at 5,000 milligrams a day. Minimum every day for life. God put all those components in the foods we eat on this planet. You can actually get mega doses of those in supplement form. Put those into your body. Christ and God developed these things anyway. Put it into your body. Your body knows how to use it.
0: Yeah, amen. Amen, brother. Now, I've heard several times from other people that, that the whole... Cobra venom, the synthetic venom, has been used as far
1: back, I believe, as the Vietnam War. Do you know anything about that? I do know that it, I actually have documents that since the 70s, there's a new yeah. documentary released called Venom 19. We disclosed CIA documents that they were making weapons like guns you could shoot with ice darts that yeah. had frozen King Cobra venom in it to actually insert a target and cause a heart attack in less than three minutes, and it was undetectable by the per- the person who got hit, and wow. it was undetectable by the autopsy professional. No kidding. Wow. Ice darts. Since the 70s. Then we disclosed in the documentary that the CIA has to tell Congress Congress makes them tell them of an experiment they were doing on unsuspecting American citizens. Mm. And the CIA says in 1975, I read the whole document. They disclosed to Congress that they went to the FBI federal building and they put King Cobra venom in the water and shot it up the building in 1975 only to the line that delivered drinking water at the water fountains. Wow. They did it on their own federal employees. The CIA did it on the FBI building. They shot it up the water. They drank the King Cobra venom. They got sick and were hospitalized. The doctors never found out what was in the patient to make them sick or poisoned. Yeah. And then the CIA, then the Congress looks at them and goes, well, how'd you get the venom out of the water? And they (laughs) said, oh, it's easy. We can do it in less than two hours and we don't have to filter it. We know what we can put in the water to denature it. And they said, what did you put in it? And they said, we just have to mega dose the water with chlorine and chlorine denatures the venom. Wow. In the 70s, they figured out in less than two hours, they can flood chlorine into a water supply, kill off all the venom, reduce the chlorine, add venom and cause an outbreak of sickness and illness on unsuspecting Americans. That was 50 years ago. Wow. Wow. It's the same venoms they're finding right now in COVID-19 patients. I mean, how, how how sick are people to poison
0: their own colleagues? And their own employees. And their own employees. I mean, you got to think, what is wrong with these people?
1: I mean, it's... Congress that- asked them, did they ever figure out it was you? Did they know they were experimenting on They said, no, we were undetected. Wow. wow. If you go to covenomseries.com... There's a new documentary that we created. Go watch it. It's me and a guy named Dr. Tal Braun. Dr. Mm -hmm. Tal Braun works in the U.S. National Counterterrorism Unit. Yeah. His physical job is to train CIA and FBI agents. He contracts with the FBI and CIA and trains them in how to prevent mass killings using biological weapons as the murder weapon. Wow. That's his job. Last June, 2021, he wrote a letter to the FBI that he's been working with for years, wrote a letter to the director. I have yeah. a copy of it. We go over it in the documentary. He said to them, they keep calling COVID-19 a respiratory illness. Yeah. This isn't a respiratory disease. It's envenomation. Yeah. What are you guys looking into at the Wuhan lab and at Uni- University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, yeah. for gain of function using weaponized venoms? I can <laughs> help you with that research. I already know about this. We can do it. Wow. So Maybe. these guys have already understood. Okay, now that this information
0: is getting out and, and people are waking up to it, and people are finally starting to realize what's going on, where do you see things going with, with things that you've been studying, things you've been seeing, and that information getting out and, and people
1: being aware? Yeah. So worldwide, I've been doing hundreds of interviews worldwide. It has been a phenomenal response to the information. What I was most hopeful for was the information I could bring about the impact of nicotine helping to remove venom from nervous system tissue. Those who are lingering with sense of loss of taste and smell, those who have loss of hearing after having covid That's actually venoms just attached to different uh, nerves in your body. Mm -hmm. And when you put nicotine into the body, the body's nicotinic receptors have a higher affinity for nicotine and then the venoms they let go of. So we're seeing people restore their sense of smell, hearing all over the place way faster using these therapies we know that actually combat this stuff. So that was very cool to be able to bring to the world. Nicotine, melatonin hormone are both inhibitory to snake venoms if you have long hauler symptoms. You better get on them and we teach you in those documentaries how to do that.
0: Have you seen these autopsies that are being done uh, by uh, uh, morticians where they're pulling out growing organisms crazy looking uh, they sort of look like, uh, I hate to use the term because I like a calamari and, and they got the same texture, they're, they're that tough. Growing within people that have taken uh, the vaccination, if, if you st- seen this? Have you done any study into that area?
1: Uh, Yeah, so those are called embalmers. So embalmers are the ones that prepare the bodies for burial and they pump embalming fluid into the veins and arteries of the dead. Mm -hmm. Many embalmers around the world are finding when they go to inject the fluid, it won't go into their blood vessels because something's blocking them. And Richard Hirschman is one of these embalmers and he keeps pulling out these big, huge, long, like body length blood clots. He pulled one out of the carotid artery of a guy. It looks like a like a squid, right? Big, yeah, white, that's thick, exactly what truck. they look like. Squids, yeah. Yeah, yeah just to so you know that guy tracked me down in Atlanta, Georgia, or sorry, in Florida, about a month ago, and brought me all those clots in little bitty jars in ziploc bags, wow. and he had marked on them, numbered, and then whether or not they were vaxxed proven or not.
2: Uh-huh. So the
1: funeral directors had been able to, in the records, tell him which ones were vaxxed for sure and which ones yeah. weren't. I took my five favorite, including that big carotid one, and it. They've been at my house for the last uh, month. Wow. Now we've gotten them to labs. And right now, this coming next weekend, I will actually have that large carotid artery. Yeah. We actually are breaking it down by mass spectrometry. And this is a technique that allows you to analyze what's the components of any tissue you put through the machine. So we're going to finally be able to have some answers to what's I- what are these clots because they're not normal. Yeah. They're like fibrous, like... Uh, yeah, muscle that's what tissue, I, beef jerky-looking stuff. It's yeah, wild. that's what
0: I was going to say. They're, you know, when you think when you think uh, blood clot, you think blood clotting together, but these aren't really not that. No, it's they, some they kind of fibrous are, tissue. It's a fibrous tissue. It's 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 a tangible uh organism I, you know it's something you can hold touch squeeze it doesn't fall apart like if you if you grab a blood clot it'll it'll disintegrate if you it disintegrate you this it apart. stuff is like grabbing calamari right without without the uh breading on it right this it's crazy looking stuff and I've been a lot of people have been asking me about that and so now hopefully we can find how those things are because I have family members I know people that have had heart attacks right after being vaccinated so if these things are forming in your arteries you're, you're almost guaranteed remember, to have a heart
1: attack through something like this and just remember Charles Hoff the medical doctor in Canada said 60% of all of his mRNA vaccinated patients had elevated D-dimers when you go to the medical literature to find out how do you interpret or read If if there's an elevated D-dimer on the blood report, what are you looking for? It says you're looking for blood clots, blood clots, blood clots, blood clots, which can be caused by snake venom poisoning. I believe there's snake venom in these shots, the ones that are causing these clots. There's actually an aspect of venom that causes destruction of fibrinogen that causes bloods to clot like that. Mm -hmm. And if that's fibrinogen fibers then we know exactly what it is. It's it. venom doing it. So that's, that's the proof. And if they can get it inside your cells somehow miraculously get you to generate more venom, the spike yeah. proteins, you're going to create these all over the body and you're going to die. So I actually am convinced. We're actually, just so you know, we're, we're having labs around the country. I am finding labs around the country to send lots of Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson and Johnson shots to to have them analyze it for snake venom peptides, scorpion venom peptides, bee venom, spider venom, all kinds of venoms, and then we're also looking for viruses that you hear about here, like monkeypox, Ebola, Marburg. Uh, we're looking yeah. HIV. We're looking for those also in the shots because we believe they're per- they're continuing. To create pandemics with the shots. Is is,
0: is any of this come out yet? If, if those labs gotten back with you yet? Oh no, well, we will have our first results will be this
1: weekend. Actually, nice. this
0: coming week. Well, we gotta we gotta get you back on. We gotta do a video call with you or something about this. I, I'm I'm very interested to see one about
1: fibrous material and two a uh, material and what's coming out also in these. Uh, yeah. And what it's I'm, I and mean, yeah. it's really funny because I'm really excited about the peptides. I already think they're already going to be there. So I'm really confident about that, that we're going to find them. Yeah. Also, what are called snake venom organoids. If you haven't seen the video by Dr. Eric Inby out of Sweden last summer, mm. he actually puts the Pfizer vial on the slide and looks under a microscope and films it. And he mm. shows this organism in the Pfizer vial that's yep. releasing particles. It's actually manufacturing stuff. Yep. That's actually a snake venom organoid. They take the cellular tissue out of a venom gland of a snake put it in a Petri dish, and yeah. it actually generates venom all on its own. You know what's crazy?
0: I, I Cause I seen that video and I seen th- that doctor talking about it, but, and everybody's like, what's this? Could that actually be the very stuff that's multiplying and growing in people that have been vaccinated? Absolutely. And then be. you get this whole, you, you really wonder how much uh, doctor, uh, the, the, the virologist, uh, how much he knew of Lou this. Montanay. Lou Montanay. Lou Montanay, yeah. Well, brother, we're going to get you back ASAP in a couple, at least a week or two to, to get into this information with you. But I appreciate the work you're doing and I appreciate you staying to the into the fight mm-hmm. because I know there's so much false information. And, and there's doctors out there that are, you know, I don't know how they got their degrees. They must have gotten them with cliff notes or something. They're not willing to do the yards. The, the Study it. Take a look at it. I mean, Dr. Buttar was telling me, he goes, these guys are going to be imbeciles for not taking uh, the health of their patients serious. But some of the incentives now I'm seeing that are coming out for Pfizer, Moderna, if if you get so many people vaccinated, is astronomical. It's crazy. It's far more than the vaccinations cost. Mm -hmm. So then you got to ask yourself, why? Why?
1: It's It's very exciting to me. And I'll just continue to stand here and continue to show and do research and and, and determined to prove it all so we can prosecute. So I spend yeah. literally every week, even now, on phone calls with groups of attorneys around the country who we are all building class action lawsuits against the government and nice. against hospitals for the remdesivir protocols. Yeah. That's, that's another thing we're working on. But after I dropped the Watch the Water, and in that documentary, I said, I believe there's snake venom in these shots yeah. causing all these terrible side effects. Did you notice that within one, the same week, it dropped on a Monday with Stu Peter's. Mm-hmm. Within that same week, did you see both this chief financial officer for Pfizer and the chief financial officer for Moderna both resigned? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, you're not going to hide from me. And then and then Pfizer goes private and is no longer public. (laughs) They like dropped all their public. All these people running. These people,
0: all these, they, they, they need to be held accountable. Boris Johnson it, it, resigns it, it, yeah. this
1: week. He says he's going to resign. All, Anthony Fauci of, just said he's going to resign. I'm
0: like, I'm Listen, the biggest guys we need to go after is the media guys. The Absolutely. Don Lemons and all of them, Absolutely. they need to be held accountable because Absolutely. if they're willing to, to uh, mislead the people up to the point that they could be dying because they're not willing to do the research or they're just willing to go with, with the with – the, uh, uh, agenda of the go- government, believe me, they're not going to run after this thing is done. They're, they're not going nowhere. Well, Brian, it, it's been great to have you. It's Again, how you. can people get on your site if they want to check some of your stuff out?
1: Yeah, go to thedrartistshow.com. We mentioned a few of the documentaries here, but you can watch the three chapters with Mike Adams just to be educated so you don't remain ignorant and blind. If you want yeah. to be really confident, watch the first three chapters there. It's on the home page at thedrartistshow.com. Thank you. And
0: for those of you that are Uh, tuning in and listening on a consistent basis you know it's 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 amazing how many times i just walking through the airport people run up to me and say hey we watched the show or or you know how can we get more information these are the kind of programs we want to bring to you because this is what needs to get out if you're watching this right now just don't you know throw it away and and put it in that uh, favorite uh, place on your computer Hit that link where you can send. Send it out to your friends. Send it out to your colleagues. Send it out to your congressmen. Send it out to everybody that will listen because it's important we get the information. We want to bless you. Thank you for watching the show. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to vohradio.com. That's vohradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at vohradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.